I was like, are these tears? Is this sweat? I don't know. I can't tell the difference. I'm Autumn Brown, a queer science fiction writer, a theologian, a mother of dragons, and a healing justice facilitator for social movements living in rural Minnesota. And I'm Adrian Marie Brown, author of Emergent Strategy, co-editor of Octavia's Brood, writer, facilitator of Black liberation work, auntie extraordinaire, doula, and pleasure activist living in Detroit. And this is How to Survive the End of the World. Our podcast about learning from apocalypse with grace, rigor, and curiosity. Oh, hi, Adrian. Hi, my sister. Um, it is so good to hear your voice. It's good to hear and your voice, too. It sounds like you're having a pretty chill summer, actually. <laughs> your am. voice sounds chill. I am. Um. <laughs> and, and that is basically why we are here today, is to like mm-hmm. let our listeners know that we're about to go on break. Um, mm-hmm. We are taking summer a break. break for the summer. We're taking a break, and y'all should, too. Um, Everybody but should we, take a we wanted break. you to know that we were taking a break that we want yeah. um, that we're taking July and August off mm-hmm. um, and and we wanted to talk a little bit about what we're going to be doing while we're yes. on break. Yes, Autumn, I want to know what are you going to be listening to mm. and watching? Are you going anywhere? Is there mm. any special work you're up to? Like what is up for you this summer? Let's see. Okay. In terms of what I'm going to be listening to a lot of this summer, um, I'm going to be, um, probably listening to love happy. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and everything else on <laughs> Jay-Z the and Carter's Beyonce's new album. album. I'm also going to be, I think, listening to a lot of Cardi B um mm. and a lot of SZA I'm just really feeling like the all of the uh fierce black femme energy right now that's like kind of what I'm trying to fill my life up with Excellent. um in terms of other stuff I've got going on this summer um you know I I do have um I'm taking a week-long trip to Vermont in July um to be with all of my um aorta co-workers Wonderful. uh every year we meet up for a week somewhere um and spend like a week together visioning and skill sharing and planning our business and um building building with each other um and so this year we are all converging at a retreat center in Vermont with all of our families. So I'm also bringing um, Genjo and all three of the kids with me and everyone's bringing their partners and kids if, and, and significant others and friends and beloveds. Um, wow. So that's going to be super Living fun. Living the dream. Living the dream. Um, and then in August, I'm going to Alaska for a dear old friend's wedding. Um, wow. Yeah. So that should be like pretty fresh. Um, wow. and then otherwise, you know, the, I'm, I think the main piece of work that I'm really considering for this summer is just figuring out how to make space to, um, finish revising my novel so that I can send it to my readers. I've had like a major delay in my revisioning process because of mm. a really heavy workload all spring. So I'm really it hoping happens. it happens and I'm really hoping to carve out some space for it this summer if possible. Um, yeah, so that's that's what I've got on deck for the summer and just also planning to be in the lake every single day that I can be because that's 
um, you know, the absolute best part of living in Minnesota is like consistent access to gorgeous, pristine, fresh lake water. That's wonderful to swim in. Um, and all my kids know how to swim without life jackets now. So it's like on point. Like, Marae just figured it out. So now everyone Ooh, can swim without life jackets. Yeah, she yeah, figured it she out. She just figured I'm it so out. She just did her. it because she's so brave and amazing. Oh, um, so, <laughs> so great. Yeah, so it's like, it's, it's a different life. Um, what are you up to this summer? Oh, I am, well, first of all, I'm excited about your summer and excited that there's going to be, <laughs> I'm like, your summer sounds sweet. And I'm also excited that there's going to be overlap and that I have at least two times that I'm going to get to see you in the next couple months. I know. Um, so that just feels like a big gift to me. And then um, I just was looking at my calendar and I basically have eating watermelon and swimming on there every single day. Um, that is so smart. I thank you. I've been buying like big <laughs> <laughs> quantities of watermelon and like people keep catching me and being like, is that your dinner? And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. It is <laughs> actually. Absolutely it's fine. Um, you know, I'm like. You know, it's one of those things where you're just like, I don't care what stereotypes are. I don't care what's out there. Like, it's a perfect food, and it's what I need for summer. Stereotypes so, always exist for a legitimate reason at the end I'm of the just day. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, the reason black people like watermelon is because we're smarter than everybody. Exactly. So, <laughs> um, and then also swimming um, at, like, every place I land, just trying to get myself into a body of water ASAP. Mm-hmm. Um in terms of what, like, the popular culture, what is pleasing to me right now, you know, I'm, I'm really, like, falling back on Facebook and Twitter um, and just, like, leaning into Instagram in terms of where I want to spend my social media um, allowance. Mm. And I really do have an allowance. <laughs> like, I'm giving myself, like, you only get a little bit of time each day. It's the summer. Like, yes. really tap yes. out of, like, the, you know, pull out of the pattern just a little bit and actually be out in the world. Um, so I'm, that's feeling really good. Cause I'm like, Oh, Facebook has really become stress book. <laughs> so I'm just like, <laughs> I don't want to sign on there. I'm like, I'm getting stressful news in other places. Thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I'm watching a couple of things. So I'm watching attack on Titan, which is this that? really super dramatic anime, um, about these giant humans that are attacking like normal, regular non-giant humans um and (laughs) I don't know what else to call it but it's like really I like it because it's just super emotionally dramatic like it's just sort of like everything matters about right this second you know oh my god I love that thing is it's just great it's just sort of like yes let's just be on 10 all the time um so there's um a new I think season three premiere is coming out this summer and so I'm like trying to catch up on everything um, I'm also still deep in my Steven Universe journey, which is feeling so good. Steven Universe feels like when it feels like all is lost, then I turn on Steven Universe and I'm like, oh, right, there's magic and gems and it's yeah. all going to be okay. There's queerness and like queer unicorns and pink lions and like it's all going to be fine. Um, and then I'm looking forward to um, Boots Riley has made a film. That's right. Um, called Sorry to Bother You, right. So I'm like waiting. I'm like, okay, when's going to be my chance to watch that? Um, like it's coming out this month, right? I think it's coming out this month and I think it's coming out on like fairly wide release. Um, and then we'll be like even further. So, um, that feels really exciting. And then I'm also trying to figure out, um, my friend Alana Devich Cyril, um, who's been battling late stage cancer for the last couple of years now 
it made a film, a documentary called My Life Interrupted. Wow. Um, and I'm really um, hoping that I can get a screening of it here in Detroit mm-hmm. and have her like video in somehow to do an artist talk with us about that. So wow. all of that feels really exciting. And um, this week, I'm going to see the Star Wars costume exhibit at the DIA here <gasps> in Detroit. Yeah, so I'm super geeked about oh, that. Oh, I'm really jealous. Um, I'm really you jealous. You should be. I feel well, like so actually because I, I just I just <laughs> went. I I knew that Solo was going to be bad. I went to see it in the theaters anyway. I thought and it was I feel good, like, but I'm biased. Oh, yeah, you must be because it was terrible. But um, I feel like going to see that really costume fun. exhibit would probably yeah. help resurrect something for me. I was I think for me, I was sort of like, there's no reason for this to be bad. And that's why I'm offended by it. It's sort of like right. like if they were working with the kind of budget that they had had in the 80s, like I could have understood it. But I'm like, you have your pick of writers. You have your pick of everything. What the fuck just happened here? And also, why is the timeline all thrown off? Like, this doesn't even make right. sense. Well, I had someone who was just sort of like, I'm really confused as to why the whole story is basically just like only the things we've ever heard about Han Solo and not like, you know, just additional things. Um, and I was like, <laughs> anything else. Literally I, anything I else. I loved it. I loved it, but I loved it because I was like, that's what Star Wars, I mean, to me, that's what the franchise has mostly done, has been like, here's the initial story and like here's a little bit about this part or this part it's like they're like we literally use the same lines and storylines over and over again and we just trust that like they're awesome enough i mean like how many death stars have we destroyed you know but i also (laughs) i enjoyed the style i enjoyed the the style was fantastic and i have to say who is that actor paul the, the the baddie the baddie in this one Paul oh, yeah. something. Paul Bettany. Paul, yeah, I love him. Like, I love that actor anyway. So I was very yeah. pleased to see him. And you know I love myself some Amelia Clark. Like, I love, I love her. her. She's so and sexy. Also, but I like, like but like the Glover. guy, the actor who was, was playing Solo, me. the actor who played Solo just couldn't right. carry it at all. Right. Um, I was like, he, he that was, was struggling sad. a little bit. He was struggling. But and I will say I, the thing that the thing that has rescued my pop culture experience. <laughs> yeah. Um, that I, I just <laughs> sorry. Did I interrupt you? I'm loving this. I'm like, I definitely think we should, instead of doing a goodbye to people, we should just do like movie reviews. Movie reviews. I know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, actually, we we owe some we we owe to ourselves and to some of our listeners who've made direct requests some reviews yeah. of things that have happened recently, like Dirty Computer, which we don't even have. Oh. We don't even have space to actually get into because I haven't gotten to oh. watch Dirty Computer yet. I've only listened oh. to the album. So well, maybe that was something we could do together is like one of the things we could do during our break is watch it together. Exactly. And, that. and then record okay. that. Um, okay. But I will okay. say the one other recommendation I wanted to make in terms of things that we're watching. Yeah. I I'm almost at the end of the first season of this um, Netflix Italian show called Sabura Blood on Ooh. Rome, which was made it it's. It was made as a prequel to an Italian film called Sabura. Um, and it's incredible. It's incredible. So if like if you are out there in the world, if you are any if you are an Italophile, if you love shit that's about like modern day working class Rome and like then this show is for you. Right. <laughs> it's like it's it's an incredible show. It's an incredible show. Very violent. So you have to also okay. be into that. But it's an incredible show. It also just got renewed for a second season, which made me so happy. Um, Are you up on The Handmaid's Tale? I'm totally up on The Handmaid's Tale. Okay, that, great. that I felt like I know I said this to you, right? That like I felt like The Handmaid's Tale, like every episode of this past season was like 
it was like the producers were like, um, let's think of the most traumatic thing from Autumn's childhood or early adulthood or recent yes. adulthood life yes. and make an episode yes. about it. I was just like, I, I feel like I need I an that. additional round of therapy just from yeah. this past season. I think that like it's show. not, I, I would love to see a survey of like how many people are bringing Handmaid's Tale into their exactly. therapy sessions. Like, I also think that they're really designing the second season around like these motherfuckers aren't scared enough about the potential future. And exactly. So we just need to Let's turn it up. See if we can like turn it up and scare them some more. And I think it's I'm I'm here for it. Um, I also really think everyone needs to watch Westworld season two. I feel oh, like it was it's incredible. One of the most brilliant things on television ever of all time. All right. So then the other things um, that are happening in my house, I'm also on the Carter's album and I really feel like it. It's one of those albums um, like the new Tayana Taylor album, KTSE, that both of them are like they start off really like you're just kind of like this is pretty chill. And then it's like a mood. And they're both like moods that I'm here for this summer. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just like these two moods work for me. (laughs) It works on repeat. It feels sexy. It feels kind of bossy and like I know Let's my place. Let's make love and in the summertime. In the summertime. And you know, but I mean, I love that she goes through that. Like, Let's make love in the summertime. Also, I almost killed you. But it's all good. You know, like I just feel like I could just ruin like, your career at any moment. This is where we are. <laughs> I've got you on lock. You're happily on lock. This is working for us. Like this power dynamic works for us. So there's something about it that's just is really cute. And I'm just out here like, I hope they're taking a break for the summer. Um, and then the they're Tiana not. They're Taylor taking a tour. Is, they're touring. All right. <laughs> They're touring for us. We're going to see them. <laughs> well, anyway, in between. So then the other things I'm listening to, the new Kid Cudi um, and Kanye project, Kids See Ghost, is really Ooh, good. Okay. Um, there's a new album from Likely or Licky Lee. I never know how to say it. Likey Lee. I think it's Likey um, Lee. Licky Lee. Maybe it's Likey Lee. That person. L-Y-K-K-A. That person should resolve this question for everybody. They probably are like, I announce it at every show, but no one listens to me. Um, so they have an album, a new album out that's like beautiful. And then Florence and the Machine just dropped a new album. Really? Um, and I first listen has been like, you know, big, gorgeous, huge, mast, vast sounds. So I'm excited about all those things for the summer. And that's awesome. what I want to be listening to. In terms of what I'll be doing... Um, I'm doing these emergent strategy immersions mm-hmm. and the second one is coming up this coming weekend and it's total like pure experimentation. Like it's just like high human beings who are willing to just like see what happens when we get in a room and start playing with emergent strategy. Um, the last one was a blast and mm-hmm. a huge learning opportunity. So I'm, I'm really excited about this one. Um, and then there's one more and it just feels like this experiment of like doing more work in Detroit mm-hmm. and asking people to like come to Detroit for the work is really working and Yay. it's I'm feeling like healthier and more rooted and more grounded and I think the work is benefiting from it so um, there's so also awesome. a somatics course happening in Detroit this summer um, so that's like feel your feelings in the sweltering Detroit heat which I think is great um, and so then... much possibility for release <laughs> inside of that exactly I was like are these tears is this sweat I don't know I can't I'm tell the difference something's happening um, I'm almost done with the editing process for pleasure activism which is feeling good great um, and is coming out in February February. I thought it was like coming out in October, so I've been like oh, busting my butt. Yeah, I was like, I oh, it's it was coming too. out in February. Like, let me adjust and make sure that that not that there's much that I do. I'm just like, here's the book, <laughs> but, right? Right. Um, 
the book will be so there. February and 2019 then, is when we can expect pleasure activism to pleasure enter the activism. world. Exactly. Okay. Isn't that exciting? That's actually like, okay. kind of cute that it's coming it's out in February. <laughs> I know. It's like, it's like, give it to your boo on Valentine's Day. If you don't do Valentine's Day, it's like, give it to your boo anyway. So <laughs> then um, this book that I, I, I contributed to this little um, workbook that's called Mini Moons. And it's yeah, like it's so a moon workbook that goes from July through December of this year. So I'm starting today. I'm going to be doing that workbook and really learning as much as I can about moon cycles and how to be in even more relationship with it and doing more spells and more rituals and things like that. And then, as you mentioned, it's going to be sistercation for Beyonce. I'm going on a wocation with my girls and that's going to be amazing. And then possibly maybe before the next show, I'll be turning 40 years old. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, and actually, 40. yes, you'll be turning Boom. 40 like the week before our the episode okay. of our, our return <laughs> season um, drops. And that's so exciting. Yeah, it feels chill to me. Like, I feel like I've been saying I'm 40 for about three years now. And I just feel ready. That's to funny because I don't think like, I've ever heard you say that you're 40. <laughs> I, really? I've been telling people, I'm like, well, now that I'm 40, you should ask my boo because I'm like, I'm 40. <laughs> you need to know this. Um, but I feel like I, I'm like a 40 year old, actually. I'm basically 40. Um, and all of my all of my like peers are 40. This like turning 40 has made me realize I'm a little younger than most of the folks that I think of. As <laughs> we're all the same. Age. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, Interesting. Which is cool. Um, so that's my summer. Beautiful. Our, both of our summers seem really great. And yeah. Yeah. It should be fun. Well, and I think it's worth noting too, in the spirit, bringing bringing Chani all the way in. Um, in the spirit of our shared interest in astrology, that this summer there's a major Mars retrograde happening over the course of the entire summer. Um, and so I'm expecting that to have a pretty significant impact on, you know, it. my Mars metro- retrograde is going to be very much about sort of like reorganizing how I do my work in the world on a daily basis. Yeah, um, so that's one too. of the things that I'm thinking about. Um, and, you know, um, I, I, I'm, considering actually going back and and purchasing Chani's Mars retrograde class which just started and I'm just like I really I actually think I should be taking this class this summer because Mars in my natal chart is um in Libra which actually is not it's 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 uh it's not a good sign for Mars to be in Um, dude I think mine is in Libra too yeah I think that's true I think I think that that's one of the things that we uncovered together and um and you know so it's not it's like it's not the worst it's just like it's it's not a it's not a great place for Mars to be and for me it's in the house that governs like creative practices and so it feels like a good opportunity for me to be working with like, how is Mars energy showing up in my creative practice right now? Um, so yeah. So anyway, so summers, summers are going to be amazing. We're coming back. Well, one thing I want to sub- say oh, go ahead. way before we go on is mm-hmm. I just want to say, I think it's also going to be a major summer of action and yes, I'm excited about that. Like I feel like the, push to abolish ice and then just the need for like so many people to be putting our bodies on the line and like causing disruption and slowing down these systems of oppression and slowing down this rising fascism like I just feel like this is a big summer for people to be taking risk and those risks might be really small they might be really big um like I love that we have a massive call like abolishing ice which is not 
you know, it's not like ice is very old, but we've come, you know, everything now is in a state of like getting normalized so quickly. Yes, exactly. Um, and so it's just a case of being like, no, ice is not normal. The way this is all going down right now is not normal and continuing to take actions against these abnormal and inhumane um, behaviors on the part of, of this government. Um, and it was so like beautiful right, the right thing to do for the summer it was so beautiful to see this past weekend just like the powerful images coming out of the protests happening all over the country particularly the images of people marching with their children and exactly. I, had, I saw multiple images of like friends of mine breastfeeding their children while marching and like um, their kids having made their own signs and like you know, there's just something really beautiful about um, and I know this from just my personal experience about like um, raising your children inside of movement spaces yeah. and giving them an understanding as early on as possible about what the stakes are. And um, because I do think that there's a way in which if we can avoid if we can avoid our children having delays in understanding what the stakes are. Yes. We actually have greater hope that we can make progress faster in shifting society. Right. I think so. Because <laughs> so I, I think it's one of those things. It's like, oh, this stuff that can't fall away in your own life, like can fall away generationally. You know, like it's just like, oh, like I don't know how to break this habit because it's so in my body. But like, there's always a next generation who's like, I never, I didn't, I didn't habituate to that. Yes, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's beautiful. So anyway, Um, um, that's really beautiful. I guess I wanted to just quickly tee up what's coming in, in the fall. Um, Ooh. you know, yeah, you, you can totally go back and listen to our shitting the pants episode if you want to get like the, <laughs> because that was when we sort of did our initial teaser about what the whole year was going to look like. Um, but in terms of what we, in terms of what we have coming this fall, we, we're, we're, we're going to have a conversation about the impossible things about us, about, you know, personality differences inside of family, inside of relationship. We're going to talk about elections. We're going to talk about um, how we respond in crisis. We're going to talk about the idea of forming a sanctuary species. Um, we're going to talk about facing death. We're going to talk about love and relationship, race and culture. Um, we're hoping and expecting to do, um, you know, our uh, both a part two of the future economics uh, conversation and a part two yes. of the Me Too conversation this yes. fall. So stay tuned for all of that. It's all coming your way. Um, and yeah. we're we're really excited to pick up recording and pick up our conversations once we've had this delicious summer of sweating and swimming together. Uh, yes. And I just want to um, take a moment for our patrons, if that's okay. Because yeah. I feel like this has been, <laughs> this past month has been super exciting. We have, we nearly doubled our number of patrons this month um, because Dory Midnight created this magical tincture for us and the apocalypse tincture, apocalypse potion. Mm-hmm. And it's so delicious. I've been using it every day and it's really helping my life. And I'm so excited for all of our patrons to get it. And we just learned that like, a lot of y'all really like getting free things. Yay. Yeah. So, so. Um, <laughs> we'll make more of them. It's going to be so. We're excited for exactly. the, the future fanny pack. 
that's like future fanny pack future t-shirts like we're into it you can let us know other things that you would really like to have um and we will consider that and, and for folks who are wondering like what is the next step in terms of how do i actually get the apocalypse potion we're going to be in touch with all of you all of our patrons within the next week with instructions as to how to update the system with your address so that we can mail the apocalypse potion out to you so just stay yeah. tuned it's a lot of logistical coordination but but we're on it and we're gonna make it happen so I think that's all we need to tell these people, right? Are we good? I think like, so. Do I they think have we can officially go on a break. To get now. through a break without us. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna you know, go if immediately you... take a cold shower. Mm. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. Let's let's do our credits so that you can go take your shower. Okay. Great. Um, <laughs> I'm like it's so thanks hot. Thanks for here. listening to our show. <laughs> it's so hot. We're it's on so Twitter hot. and Instagram at End of the World PC. We're also on Facebook at End of the World Show. You, all of you, each and every one of you, can make a sustaining donation to our show by visiting our page at patreon.com slash into the world show. Another incredibly helpful thing you can do to help our show sustain itself is to write us a review on Apple Podcasts if you are an iPhone person. Thank you. Can people write reviews in other places? Nobody knows the answer to this question. Okay. I feel like wherever you listen, you should just do something that's Do whatever the thing is. (laughs) Maybe maybe SoundCloud? I don't know. That's a good like we should SoundCloud. I feel like people tell us. I know. I, I just feel like we're just being like, only Apple people can love us. I'm like, no, I don't think that's true. Anyway, um, so How to Survive the End of the World is produced and edited by the Swagalicious Zach Rosen. Boom, boom. All right. Boom. boom. See you later. Happy summer, y'all. All right. Flames. Am I still in my dream? Rub my eyes, see the reflection off the windows, just a lovely sunrise. The brightest future rays, here to light the future day. On my way to the aisle, playing Nina on the radio dial. Stay for a while, a daydream ablazing to me. About to meet with Shay at the marina around the corner from the Roos Hotel. Think about the schools and jails, what I used to sell. That's why we fighting tooth and nail. We refuse to fail till justice and truth prevail. Set sail, held the cellars about the rum runners, sneaking and booze and ale. Underground railroad, last stop, Detroit River, escaping the freedom. Had to swim across the winter. Can you feel the ancestors in these currents? To swim upstream, it takes vision and endurance. Look at the horizon, sun reflecting off the water surface. Detroit is better made, dog, so I'm sipping on some burners. Someone in the city wonder how we made it through the winter. So high and humid, but the music gets me through it. Feeling. Look forward to this way your life we represent the future. You only see the bad, yeah, shit is real, but we summer it's more than a season when i moved to the city was the core of the reason can i clarify all the distortion you seeing gotta break your mind out of prison while the warden is sleeping politicians make a fortune by thieving the air quality since the model t could shorten your breathing follow me to a city where empty lots turn to garden plots got alternatives in place so we could disregard the cops it's still a seedling but the future the d brings getting to the root while you're still cutting off the tree limbs strengthening the weak links brown fields from rotten tires sunflowers reaching higher to the tops of Father deep, everybody rocks a fitted with the